Hello, and welcome to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. Every week, Talking Heads will bring you in-depth insights and analysis through the lens of sustainability on the topics that really matter to investors. In this episode, we'll be discussing the COP15 conference that's currently taking place in Montreal. I'm Andy Craig, and I'm delighted to be joined by Adam Kanser, who is Head of Stewardship for the Americas at BNP Paribas Asset Management in New York. Welcome to Talking Heads, Adam. Thanks. Uh, great to be here. Well, listen, first of all, can you explain to us what is COP15 and how does it differ from the COP27 that took place in November in Egypt? Sure. Well, first, sort of a simple question and, and a slightly complex answer, because the two COPs are actually very different, but they're also related in very complex ways. The COP27, of course, was focused on climate change and implementation of the Paris Agreement. Um, the COP15 is the convention of the parties on the Convention on Biological Diversity. And the point of this COP is to agree to a new set of goals for nature over the next decade and a, what they're calling a post-2020 framework. Um, the idea is to develop kind of a roadmap for reversing nature loss by 2030. Uh, so it's a lesser known COP but no less important than the climate COP. Um, and the reason for that is that climate and biodiversity loss, climate change and biodiversity loss are driving each other. Um, they're really interlinked. Climate change is leading to species loss all over the world and biodiversity loss is making it more and more difficult to meet our climate goals. So they're, they're actually really inextricably linked together. And, and just why is biodiversity loss so important? And what's its significance for investors? Sure, sure. So let me maybe unpack a little bit of the of the terminology here, because we've been sort of speaking interchangeably about biodiversity loss and nature loss. And they're related, but not exactly the same thing. So biodiversity is a measure of the variation at the genetic species and ecosystem level. So given any individual ecosystem, how many different species can, can you find there? It's expressed in a, a metric called uh, mean species abundance. It's an aspect of the larger problem. The larger problem is loss of nature. We're in the midst of the Earth's, what they're calling the sixth mass extinction crisis, which is threatening approximately 25% of all species on Earth at risk of extinction by 2050. So that represents roughly 1 million species of plants and animals. By the end of the century, 50% or more is at risk. And just to place this in context, and it's a very large context, it's on par with five other mass extinction events, each of which destroyed 70 to 95% of all species on Earth. Um, the big difference, and this is a really critical difference, is that this extinction crisis is man-made. Biodiversity is nature's expression of resilience. And when you lose resilience, you can think about how that sort of ripples out into all sorts of different kinds of risks. The real problem here, though, when you ask a question like that, is that when you speak realistically about this, when you actually look at the science, you kind of start to sound like a nut. <laughs> it really raises the question, is the preservation of life on Earth important? You know, of course it's important. Uh, it's the most important thing. Yeah, well, that certainly makes sense. And what do you see uh, investors' role uh, with regard to the issues that are at stake? 
How can they help tackle these issues? First, some of the hard numbers, um, you know, World Economic Forum did an analysis of what does this crisis mean in terms of dollars and cents and, and concluded that roughly half of global GDP is at risk. So very, very, very significant uh, affects uh, a wide range of industries. And within this area, we use the terms impacts and dependencies. And the, the idea there is that companies have impacts on nature. So they're affecting, they're driving the problem through things like deforestation or excessive use of water or exploitation of species uh, to make their products. They also have dependencies, meaning that companies depend on the services that we get from nature. Earth's life support systems are at risk, and that impacts everything we invest in, you know, one way or another. It affects every aspect of our economy and our lives. And so it matters to us because many of the companies that we invest in are driving the problem or are highly dependent on nature. So we have really a critical role to play. I think it's important to highlight, though, not a sole role to play. Public policy is really critical here, which is really why the COP that we're in the midst of right now is so important to establish a roadmap, help to align the incentives, uh, and you know, create targets just as we have for climate. It's also important to understand that there's huge opportunities here for investors. If we can transform our economies to be more nature positive, that presents enormous investment opportunities. But I don't think I answered your direct question. So let me come, can I come back to that? Which sure. is what can investors specifically do to help tackle the issues? And one thing I just want to highlight here is that you can work with us. At COP15 coming up next week, we're going to be launching kind of a soft launch of what we're calling Nature Action 100, which is a new collaborative investor initiative focused on addressing nature loss. You know, this is a systemic risk, and systemic risks require collaborative responses. So the idea is bring together investors to focus on engaging companies and engaging policymakers on the goal of reversing nature loss by 2030. Uh, we brought in uh, really key partners, Ceres and uh, the Institutional Investor Group on Climate Change, Planet Tracker, uh, Finance for Biodiversity Foundation, and there will be more to come. We're hoping to really bring together a large group of investors to tackle this problem together. Great. Well, that's very interesting, Adam, and we'll be following closely events in Montreal. The COP15 runs until the 19th of December, so we'll be hoping for some, some good news out of Montreal between now and then. Well, Adam, thank you very much for joining us. It was great to be here. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of Talking Heads. If you'd like more information, please reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact. And just before we go, I'd like to mention that our 2023 investment outlook is out on the viewpoint you can visit Viewpoint at bnpparibar-am.com to read the paper, watch the video, or listen to the podcast. If you like Talking Heads, leave us a positive review and a nice rating. We recommend subscribing to Talking Heads on your favorite podcast channel, and you receive your podcast episodes every Monday afternoon. You've been listening to the BMP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. Today's podcast is the last for this year. We'll be back with you on the 9th of January. So in the meantime, myself, Andy Craig, and Adam Cancer, Head of Stewardship for the Americas in our New York office, extend our season's greetings to you and look forward to talking to you again in the new year.
This presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.